The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. Out on the web at linewsradio.com, Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. This week in our Spotlight, we'd like to welcome back my home district, the William Floyd School District, and we're going to learn all about their CTE programs. We've been talking a lot about CTE over the last several weeks, and we're continuing that conversation with what is happening in another district out on the eastern end of Suffolk County on the South Shore. And we would like to welcome first to the program the high school assistant principal who's kind of in charge of overseeing all the CTE programs at the William Floyd School District, Mr. Rob Facetta. Rob, Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, and great talking to you guys again. Uh, most folks know, I always tell them, I'm a former school board member, school board president, and I remember when we were building and making space for a lot of the CTE programs way back in the day, 2007, 2008, was when we first started visioning this. Uh, so welcome to the program. Tell us uh, about the happenings in your CTE program there at William Floyd. So thank you for having me. Um we are embarking on a, an exciting time. We uh, just expanded this past year uh, to a total of eight vocational programs. Uh, we were at six, uh, which is up from our initial four about 10 years ago. Um, and now we're at eight um, full-time vocational programs that are uh, really setting up our students for um, whether career or continuing on with the trade in the college or tech school. Um, and through all of our programs, they are all uh, receiving some sort of endorsement or national or state level certification. So really prepping our students now for um, their second part of their journey, uh, whether it's career or college level um, jobs and being ready to take on the next part of their lives. Um, and it's real exciting this year. We just finished our February um, expo where we introduce it to our 10th grade students. Uh, and we're proud to say that this is our largest enrollment, our application for 10th grade cohort, uh, where we surpassed 300 applications for next year's uh, junior cohort. So we are sorting through that as we speak. Uh, it's our largest number in the history of our program. So it's pretty exciting times in the CT programs. Well, you'll have available seats for all those that are interested in applying, or do you kind of whittle it down and there's kind of a selection process? So every year we adapt. Um, we have been really uh, focused on figuring out ways to make sure we accommodate all of our students. Um, as long as they meet the requirements necessary, which usually fall into, we always say they have to have the proper academics, uh, the attendance and behavior in place in order to um, meet the requirements to be part of the program. But if they meet those requirements, we've been pretty strong in accommodating every student necessary. So um, we're hoping to do that again this year, uh, which would include us expanding again. Uh, but we are we are pushing forward with that thought process. Great. We also want to welcome to the program Miss Allison Wiegand, who is the CTE chairperson. Allison, welcome to the program. Let's uh, walk through 
the various programs that you guys offer, the existing ones, including the new additional ones, a total of eight. Let's talk about those programs. Hi, Bob. Thanks for having me. Um, so out of those eight, we have um, our original. So we have culinary, cosmetology, automotive, carpentry. And then we expanded. We started bringing on barbering, medical assisting. Um, we have marine and motorsports and personal training. Did I forget? Did I forget? <laughs> uh, well, with we personal also, training, I think you also have a nutritionist type program yes, associated with, with that training as well. And nutrition. It's um, the same program. So gear one, they will sit for their personal training certificate. And then year two, they will, which we're expanding for next year, they'll be able to get that certificate in nutrition. So expand a little bit on marine and motorsports. Explain to me how that ties into CTE. Are you teaching kids how to drive a boat or or, or is it something else? I'm, I'm suspecting uh, something else. Um, so marine and motorsports um, grew out of, we used to have small engines mm -hmm. and um, we grew that marine and motor out of our small engines program. So we partnered with Yamaha. We are now a Yamaha university. Um, so we follow their introduction to outboard engine their curriculum it's um both hands-on so we have we have different engines that are in there outboard engines that the students are working on and they're following that curriculum there is like a module curriculum so at the end they will have that certification through yamaha that's great. So that's real world application. And listen, living on Long Island to have people who know how to repair boat engines is not a bad business to be in. And exactly. you could probably you could probably make a few bucks doing it along the way, I'm sure. Well, when we started Marine and Motor, when I reached out to Yamaha, that was one of the first things they asked is what was our region? You know, they asked me where our school district was and they did a quick search and there were 35 Yamaha dealers in the surrounding area where our students can potentially get um, employment. Okay. So. Well, speaking of employment and business and tying this all together, we want to welcome uh, the chairperson for the business department and technology department over at William Floyd, Jackie Jackalone. Jackie, how are you? And, uh, you know, the William Floyd business department has often been recognized as one of the best in the state more than once, several times over the last several years. Uh, so tie it all together for us, right? Because when Folks think of CTE, they think, you know, the traditional program, but today's CTE programs goes well beyond the, what people think of, you know, the cosmetology, culinary and automotive. It, it's really in-depth and high tech and in different arenas that most folks wouldn't associate CTE. So tie it into your business department there. Hi, Bob. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to hear your voice and see you. Um, so business and our technology department, we have pathways um, where students can receive endorsements from the state. So there's an accounting pathway, a small business management pathway, a Microsoft Office specialist pathway, an engineering pathway, and an architecture pathway. So this is for the kids that want to go on um, seeking careers in business and technology um, and the Microsoft Office, the kids can get mouse certified, Microsoft Office certified. Um, they will, they are required to take a certain amount of courses and then take a state exam. And they pass the exam, they get the CTE endorsement um, on their diploma. 
And it's just another notch in their belt for when they get into the business world or the tech world. Um, and some of these careers will even give these kids an internship and then they can get employment and the businesses will pay for them to go back to school. That's that's awesome. Also, are some of the courses aligned that the college credits could be earned as well? Yes. Um, oh, God, we have so many college level <laughs> courses. We have college accounting, college business law, um, college business math. Our fashion marketing gets college credit, the virtual enterprise where the kids hands -on, learn hands on how to operate a business. They come up with a business concept and they have different departments within the business and then they compete um, at a local competition and then they go to the um, New York City trade show and compete with businesses, well, virtual businesses all around the world. And it's a huge thing and it's a great, um, it's a great program for these kids to really see if they want to be involved in business. Yeah. So, and I, mean, and I used to often, yeah, I used to often tell people too, you know, we, we have the culinary program and the business department and sometimes those things align and mesh so that you want to learn about the back of the house. Well, you could also learn about the front of the house on how to run the business in addition to being a great cook and, and, and taking care of all the culinary needs on the back. Um, from your perspective, Jackie, because you've been around uh, Floyd for a while, uh, this growth, both in business and the CTE, how has that benefited the district overall, you think? Um, I think the community, you know, growing up in the community, it's more of a blue collar community. Um, I think the community has seen these kids grow and learn from CTE programs and the business and technology. And they, you know, they get involved in the community. They're doing projects. They're doing internships. They get to do shadow days. We we are trying to integrate more guest speakers now that the COVID lift has happened. Um, so, you know, it's up to them. If they want to open their own business, they have that opportunity. And that's the other part. Um, these CTE courses require the kids to take college credits. So we have business ownership in cosmetology, not cosmetology, culinary um, automotive and, and cosmetology, cosmetology yeah. and barbering. So um, you guys are really preparing them and setting them up for either being employed in the trades entrepreneur or being prepared to carry on in college. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about the unique partnerships that they make at William Floyd with the business community so that they are aligned to make sure that they're meeting needs for future workforce. And we'll also talk about some exciting events that are associated with the various programs over at William Floyd, their CTE programs and the business department. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Again, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program club or activity that your kids are involved in. And your school district may be the next one in our spotlight. We'll be right back after this. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at LINewsRadio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by 
the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio continuing our conversation with the folks from the William Floyd School District, home of the Colonials, but more importantly, home of a wealth of CTE programs that they have been building over many, many years now. And before the break, we were talking uh, with Jackie Jackalone about some of the uh, alignment with the business department and some of the program offerings from the business department. I want to go back to the high school assistant principal, Mr. Rob Felsetta. Rob, we were talking about, you know, how you have a record number of applications of over 300 students. And, you know, for those that don't know, William Floyd is a school district of approximately 9,000 kids. So you have a rather large high school, probably, what, about 24, 2,500 kids at the high school at this point. Uh, so that that's a pretty good amount of kids interested in these uh, different offerings and electives at the high school. From your perspective as an administrator at the high school, and you've been around, you know, since the very infancy infant stages of, of a lot of this with the CTE. How has that benefited the high school population and the district as a whole with the CTE offerings in-house? So I think looking back about nine years ago when uh, we kind of took over this CT adventure, uh, with this, we had about 90 kids in the programs. And I think it was the shift coming from BOCES. And we had a mindset that uh, we had to change because I think a lot of people in the in the thought process was, you know, we were these were students that may not have needed they need an alternative track kind of um, rather than, you know, looking at the college and career readiness that the CT options brought. Um, and what I think we once we shifted that thought process, uh, we were starting to get kids really interested in the possibility of the careers. Um, those numbers jumped, like you said, from 96 students up to 300 in that short period of time over just a 10 year period. Um, but I think we're seeing the fruits of them, you know, not having to go to a two-year college or a tech school to benefit from a medical assistant program. They can now go into the field as a medical assistant the second they leave a phlebotomist, an EKG technician. Um, some of our students are walking in in the carpentry union immediately or going into an apprenticeship through the carpentry or the or Brookhaven town. And now they can start at a higher level than they may have right out of high school. So they're they're starting to see some of their friends that have gone through this. So now there is an emphasis on students wanting to be in here and there's a talk about it. They um, they really see this as an, a real neat opportunity that other places may not have. Uh, and I think that has allowed them to really work towards that goal of getting into the program. There's something we feed into the students starting in fifth grade. Uh, we work with the elementary schools and the middle schools uh, to really allow them to see what opportunities they have. Um, and, and the alumni come back and they talk to the students and they see our students working at the, whether it's Stony Brook Hospital, Northwell, um, and some of these other places that now it's, it's a known fact that our students are out in the workforce as a result of these programs. And listen, working for some of the trade unions, you can make a really, really good uh, career and, and some good money with that. And there's such a shortage in so many different industries. It's great that you, you folks are touching on so many. Allison, a couple questions for you. One, you know, kids have an opportunity to kind of test what they think they may like, but oftentimes, you know, they may change and, and find out it's not for them. And it's much cheaper to do that in high school than it is in college, if you will. Absolutely. Uh, how often do you see students go into one area and say, well, you know, I thought it was going to be something and I might want to change gears and move on to something else. And then the second question is, talk to us about how these students balance the required courses they have to take with some of these electives that I, I remember talking with one student 
when we had small engine repair over there and his notes were so detailed and he was like really deep dive into it. And I asked if these were the type of notes you typically take in your other class. He said, Oh no, no way. But this class I do. So talk to us about how they're able to test the waters and, and kind of explore career exploration, if you will. And then, you know, um, how they ban it, manage, you know, to do both the electives at a high level demand and their required courses. Sure. So, um, and Rob can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but we have had very little students fit, like not continue the ones they're in year one. Very few say this is not for me. I don't want to do. I don't want to do this. Um, they're engaged um, in year one. It's ve- it's very theory based. They're learning, they're taking lots of notes. They're in there, they're wearing their uniforms. They're very serious and they're proud to be in our programs. Um, They are excited about what they're learning. Um, So I think even though it is challenging, they want to be there. So, you know, we've had, I would say, what's kind of interesting is medical assisting and cosmetology are probably our two hardest programs. Um, obviously medical assisting because of all of the information that the, the students are learning and cosmetology has that thousand hour component that they have to do in order to be eligible to take their state boards. But also there's a lot of science in cosmetology, whether it's the, the health piece, the skin care, um, as well as chemistry, the, the chemical makeup and the students are surprised but they also will say this is the most challenging classes that we've taken, but we want to be here. And this is what we want to do. Um, but and when, they're in, really, when they're engaged, when they're engaged, they're engaged yes. and all in. So the learning, the rigor could be high, but they're tackling it. And and I'll also say that we have such a strong support system. Um, the teachers are amazing in in all of our programs. They're so supportive. If they see a student struggling, they let me know. They let Rob know. We have um you know, they're, they're reaching out to our, you know, our guidance counselors, social workers, psychologists, like we are a, we are a large support system trying to help every student because this is what they want to do. And we're going to help them get there. Great. Allison, speaking of medical assistant, you guys have had a really interesting addition to your program. Talk to us about that exciting development. So, Um, We were very lucky that we were, our district, I will, and I'll backtrack a little, our Board of Ed and our administration is so supportive of our CTE programs. Um, So any new technology um, that we think will help our programs, they are very open-minded to get that for us. So we recently were given or the district bought us an anonymatage table where our medical students as well as um our um our amp students are able to do virtual dissections with this table so they'll eat and the technology is amazing so it's almost like doing a virtual autopsy on a big screen like life-size screen and you can yeah. really see in very graphic detail 
everything that you need to learn as far as muscles and and the the veins and everything else throughout the body skeletal system you can um you can focus on whether it's the digestive system they will bring up a cadaver and you can see actually how that person had passed away it would it's very interesting Today's technology makes it amazing. Uh, very quickly, talk to us about this uh, event you have coming up with the partnership with Unique Fitness. Um, so our personal training students are going to be going over to Unique Fitness in Holbrook, and they are going to partner with the personal trainers over there to run their silver sneaker program. So they will be able to shadow the personal trainers as well as work with them to really see what it's like to be a personal trainer and dealing with, you know, the elderly population and how to keep them fit. Take what you've been learning as a trainer and put it into real practice with people right in front of you for instant feedback, whether you're doing a great job or whether you meet need to retool it a little because the seniors they're not going to hold back uh so in addition to northwell and stony brook and and unique fitness and and yamaha who are some of the other big partnerships that you have with uh for the cte programs um so with cosmetology we partner with um burmax and as well as ulta beauty Mm -hmm. we try to deal in culinary we we work with Dave and Buster's, we were just w- over there today. We were in Dave and Buster's. Um, local businesses, 10 Coffee. A lot of our culinary students, which our former culinary students have opened up businesses locally. So That's awesome. um, they come in as judges for our national and state exams at to at be judges. Um, so it's, it's really nice to see the students coming back and giving back to the program. Right. Jackie, in our last minute here, some exciting news for you too, now that we're post-pandemic, the return of the Career Day Cafe. Talk to us about that very quickly as far as what it is. Okay, it's been around for quite some time. We typically have about 100 speakers from various uh, careers, anywhere from architecture to engineering to communications. I mean, the kids are surveyed on their career interests. So we typically have about 100 speakers and we have anywhere from three to 400 kids that attend this event. So they go to three different stations for 15 minute intervals to learn about their desired career. And, you know, a lot of our students have gotten internships and then got jobs through them. Well, it's been great catching up with the folks at the William Floyd School District and their CTE programs and business programs. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you again next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.